Hey, hey, witches. Welcome to Moonstone Witchery, the podcast where we talk about spirituality and witchcraft in a modern context. My name is Rian Lockard. I'm so happy to be with you this week, and I'm so happy to be here today. You can find me on Instagram at moonstone underscore witchery. You can find me on my website, moonstonewitchery.com. And you can recently find me in my little fun little Facebook group, Moonstone Witchery. Um, Got a cute little picture, yellow background of a very pretty witch. So hit me up. Find me in those locations. I love to hear from you um, and we have lots of fun products over on our website we've got really cool crystal bags we have a crystal of the month subscription service and I have to tell you that recently I went to my um, crystal what's the word that I'm looking for I forget the word like my crystal supplier I guess and we have found some very rare and exciting crystals last month we found a very rare and exciting crystal because I don't know if you know this or not but they don't really have bumblebee jasper mines anymore. Um, they can't find any more new sources of bumblebee jasper. And our supplier, he has like this huge warehouse of crystals. And he's one of these amazing people that just kind of is in it because he loves it. So there are boxes of crystals like just everywhere. And he recently had to sort through them because there was a flood and he found a bunch of bumblebee jasper. We literally bought him out of what he had left and our crystal of the month subscribers got pieces of bumblebee jasper last month. I was like freaking out. I was so excited about this. Um, We've got other really rare crystals coming up for similar reasons. So anyway, That subscription, BT Dubs, is only $15 a month because what I'm doing is I don't think that anybody should financially not have access to spirituality in some way or another. So I am trying to provide services for as affordable as possible. Um, And Crystal of the Month is one of those services. We're giving you nice-sized crystals. You get a different one every month. And um, they're only $15 a month. And we are, like, finding you cool, bomb-ass crystals. We also have a witchy subscription box, which gives you everything you need for a spell or a witchy ritual every month, too. And anyway, enough of that commercial break over. So just hit me up. Find me wherever. I love to connect to all of you. Today, I want to talk about something that I think is really cool because um, my whole life, I've been sort of studying this universe that we are in, and I've been trying to understand it and make sense of it. And one of the things that I've come to know is that duality is the cornerstone of this universe. So join me today as we chat about duality and what does that even mean? How does it impact your life? Um, What's the deal with duality? So let's jump right in, okay? Duality is the concept. It's like duality and paradoxes. A paradox is something that seems to be like it's impossible or false, but is actually true. So an example, one of my favorite examples that describes what a paradox is, I want you to imagine a brick wall, right? And these bricks are stacked upon each other. And there's that like stuff in between the bricks. That's called mortar, right? So the mortar is the thing that holds the bricks together, but the mortar is also the thing that is keeping the bricks apart. And that is a paradox. Both of those statements are true, and yet they seem to be in opposition to each other, right? The mortar keeps the bricks together, true, because the mortar is like the brick glue that is like holding the wall together, right? But the mortar is also what's keeping the bricks apart from each other. Like because of that layer of mortar, the bricks can't touch each other. So it is simultaneously holding them together and keeping them apart. That is a paradox. And 
my guides have been telling me for years a few truths. One of those truths is that the universe is obsessed with like harmony. It just wants to get itself organized, right? It's just like, like the, the universe is kind of on an episode of Hoarders. It's like, oh my God, all this stuff of mine is just scattered everywhere and I need to get it organized, right? And we'll talk about that in a future podcast episode because I am obsessed with that. I believe that each of us has an innate life purpose that speaks to us and that by fulfilling our innate life purposes, we are helping the the universe get organized. But again, we'll talk about that later. But for right now, the other thing that they always have been telling me, my guides, is the they in that sentence, um, is that the universe is built upon duality and upon paradox. It's built upon things that are seemingly opposites but are actually the same thing or things that seemingly don't go together but actually belong together. I want you to reference with yourself like the yin and the yang, that symbol, that beautiful um Eastern symbol that is like it's like a circle and then there's like that S kind of shape in the middle of it and there's white on one side black on the other and then there's a white circle inside the black section and a black circle inside the white section that symbol is talking to us about this very concept this concept that everything both is and is not kind of everything else all at once right it's kind of that idea that we are all connected We are all the same, and yet we each have our own individuality and our own individual perspectives. How can both of those things be true? How can I be an individual, this like creature known as Rian, and also how can I be part of the collective unconscious, the the energy of all that is at the same time, and yet we know that that is so because we know that we are all fundamentally made of the same, you know, atoms and energy and all of that stuff. It's all within us. We're all the same, yet we're all uniquely different. Um, My guides told me once that, along with this concept of paradoxes and duality, every single person has the same purpose in life, and every single person's life purpose is completely different than everyone else's. So you probably hear that and you're like, huh, right? Like That was what I was like when I was like talking to them and I was asking them, you know, well, what's the purpose of life? Um, and they said, well, each of you each have the same life purpose. And then I said, all right, well, that's easy. Tell me more. And then they said, well, everybody's purpose is completely different, though. And it's like, okay, can you do you care to elaborate? The elaboration goes like this. Um, each of us is is gifted with specific things that make us who we are, like 100 percent, like our life truth. Right. If we were to each be able to strip away all of the ideas of who we were supposed to be and all of the like social conditioning that has been put upon us, and if we were to each be allowed to show up, like let's say we were born into some magical little like bubble where we were only nurtured and loved and accepted and blessed with unconditional love, if we had shown up in that reality where we didn't have to try to do anything, because whenever we're 
going to try in any capacity, it means that we're doing something that we're not. Think about the word try for a minute. It means like I have to put effort into doing something um, that is not innate to me, that is not like just like natural to me. I have to try. And if I'm trying kind of anything, it means that I'm stepping outside of who I am. Now, in some avenues, those are good things. When we are learning more about ourselves or when we are, um, you know, learning new skills or stretching ourselves to grow and change, we want to try to do those things. So here's the duality again. And yet when we are actually like aware of ourself and who we truly are and we are letting ourselves be our truest self and when we are just like in that flow of the universal life force energy, we don't have to try anything. We just are. So even that's an example of duality, right? Like sometimes we want to try when we're growing and other times when we are learning how to unconditionally love and accept ourselves, there's no try about it. We just are, right? But so if we were to like be born into that little bubble world where we just were met with unconditional love and just gifted with that beautiful acceptance energy, we would just be who we were. And so when my guides were saying, you know, Life is about being your truest self. Like that's your purpose is to be her, that version of yourself that is your truest self. Um, Our job is to then strip away all of the shoulds and all of the like supposed tos and have tos and need tos and like all these ideas that we had about like who someone might want us to be or what we're supposed to look like or what we're supposed to act like or who we should like be like if we were to take all of that away and instead we were to say to ourselves okay who actually am I and we were to let ourselves be that person Well, then we get to work. Like that's how we get busy, like getting it done. Like, and when I say getting it done, what I mean is like when we are being our truest selves, we are um, emanating a certain kind of energy and vibrating at a certain kind of resonance that really brings our gifts to this world. And so if we're each here to kind of like help the universe organize itself and like get that energy going in the right direction, what our job is, is to really be our truest self. And so that sounds, I guess, maybe easy, although I don't think that ever sounded easy to me. You know, if you ask me when I was like a nine-year-old or like an 11-year-old at home realizing not only am I like an intuitive, but I'm like living in like a really emotionally traumatic environment. And then I was like, and now I'm gay. Oh, Jesus, like too many things. I was like, no, I'm not going to do all that. I can't be all those things right now. I didn't feel equipped. And so I put on certain masks or I put on certain faces just to kind of fit in with what I thought I needed to do in order to fit in and who I needed to be in order to fit in. And I did that for a long time because I didn't know it was okay for me to just be me. And I didn't know that I was gonna be all right if I showed up as me and maybe in those times and in those places in my life I couldn't show up as me you know all of us come from a certain background where we had to survive we had to get through it some of you might be still living in an environment where you're just trying to survive you're just trying to get through it safely just get through every day that is okay But what you want to do is do the self-work required for you to get to a safer place so that you can 
say to yourself, who am I actually? Like, what are my secrets that I carry within myself? You know, one of those secrets for me was that I was gay for a very long time. Just carried that secret around with me. Tried to be like, oh, maybe I'm just like bi. Bisexuality is very real. There are lots and lots of many of millions of bisexual people. Their identity is real. They are truly bisexual. It is not a phase. Bisexuality should not be a race and it is a real thing. That said, for me... I don't think that that was my thing, right? Like I was walking around just being like, maybe I'm just bisexual or maybe I'll just be like gay because my boyfriend likes it in certain settings. You know what I mean? We do all these things just to try to like make ourselves okay. But deep down, we know we're carrying a certain secret about ourselves with ourselves. And your secret might not be that big or like that earth shattering, but for you, it's big and earth shattering. Like maybe you wish you were like a musician Or maybe you wish that you had your own little business, like, I don't know, mobile dog grooming. And if so, please, like, hit me up and let me know where you're at because I would love a mobile dog groomer to come by my place and deal with this dog that I've got. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, like, Maybe your secret is just that you like really want to, I don't know, read every book ever written or that you want to write poetry or that you want to go back to school for something or that, you know, you want to reconnect with family members, but you don't feel like you can because there's a rift or whatever your thing is. We are all carrying around these things within us that for some reason or another, We've decided we can't do, we can't be, we can't have. And I want to say like, guess what? Turns out your purpose in life is to actually do that thing, that secret thing, or be that thing, or take ownership of the ways in which you are that thing so that you can go ahead and keep it moving. Because once you own or do or have or be that thing or that person, the world opens up for you in this supremely magical, amazing way. Not only is this the way that you get all of the things that you secretly have been wanting your whole life, but you get those things and you're able to give so much more of yourself. When we allow ourselves to be our truest selves, we are we turn into like, having a life of service, like divine service, because the whole point of us being here is that we have something to give. I'm going to tell you another secret. This podcast is full of secrets. So I'm going to share, I'm sharing with you lots of my like super spiritual secrets today. Um, A lot of people think that life is about learning lessons. They, They say to me like, well, life's just about like, you know, you come and you incarnate and you learn as much as you can. And then you go to the next life and you learn as much as you can about those lessons. And It's all about learning and it's all about getting what you can from your experiences. And I'm going to tell you that that's actually incorrect. Um, Life is really actually about us giving everything we can give. I want you to give away everything you possibly can give away. And I don't mean materially, although that's nice too, I guess. But what I mean, I mean, all your material objects are just physical manifestations of your energy field. So like, you don't really have to worry about that. Although if you have extra money, please give it because money is valuable energy in this, um, you know, universe that we're living in. Um, And if you'd like, I will suggest like certain organizations that you can donate that money to. But what I want to say is life is actually about giving away everything you've got. We're supposed to be finding out who we are, finding out what makes us full of joy and giving all of it. Because the funny thing is, is that like when we give away from a place of abundance and joy, we never lose it. 
that's another one of those paradoxes, okay? Giving everything you have fills you up. You can't give somebody a hug without also receiving a hug. If you start to look in love-based actions, you'll start to realize that there is no... There is no scarcity. There is no draining. There is no situation in which if you come from love that you're left depleted. It only fills you up. But the only way you find out how filled up you become is if you give it all away. So like when you give all of your love to an animal or a child or your partner or yourself, you're actually just regenerating love. Love gets regenerated. Love multiplies the more you give it out. There's another paradox, okay? But when we come from a place of fear, from that scarcity place, we are too afraid to give ourselves away because we don't know that we're infinite, we're endless, we're, we're this beautiful, you know, energy that goes on forever. We don't know that we're scared we're not. And so we withhold from others. And ultimately, if you withhold from others, you're withholding from yourself. But when we withhold like that, we're holding on to like all of our truths and all of our gifts and all of our magic because we're afraid of giving it away. We It doesn't ever get to multiply. So here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that what I want you to do is to be willing to radically discover who you are even though it's like terrifying, I know it's scary. And then to let yourself be that person, I know that's scary too. And then to like go around shining your beautiful light because here's what's gonna happen. When you start to be whoever you really are, like when you decide like F everybody else, I'm not gonna like try to show up for your standards anymore. I'm gonna show up as me. I'm gonna be myself. I'm gonna just like, I'm gonna love and embrace me and I'm gonna show up as me. When you start to do that, you get filled up with all this beautiful energy of love and light and like, and it sounds cliche, but it's not. You get filled up with all this like super magical, effervescent, like bubbly joy, like just like great energy because you're finally being who you're supposed to be. Like this is like what was programmed into your body. Like your body is programmed to be this person. And so all the years you've spent not being that person has been really hard on her because she just wants to be this thing she's been programmed to be, but you keep trying to make her be somebody else. So I'm saying like, stop and just let yourself be yourself. When that happens, you light up with this radiance and then you go out into the world and you share that radiance with others because you're being your truest self. And then you just get filled up. You're like a generator of this amazing energy because you're letting yourself be who you're truly supposed to be. And that is so fulfilling. It is so gorgeous. It is so magnificent and wonderful and all of these good things that it allows you to fulfill and live your life's purpose. And you get to just keep doing it. You get to just keep giving it away. And the more you give it away, the more it regenerates within you. But that's not even why you do it. You give it away because you want to share your truth with everyone because it is your purpose, right? So we all have the same purpose. And that purpose is to be our truest selves, which requires a ton of self-work. And I'd like you all to know, you know, I am a certified life coach. I can support you in one-on-one sessions with finding out who you truly are and living that life. And I'm not kidding about that. This is like the bulk of what my practice is about. It's like supporting people in living their best life. And that means really, truly, like fundamentally, like becoming who you are, not who you're supposed to be, not who you want to be. It's becoming who you already are. It's becoming that divine magical presence that already lives within you. It's just learning how to allow that to exist. 
And that is super easy to say and it can be very challenging to do. And I'm serious, if you would like support, you can like hit me up somehow and we will talk about getting you in my schedule. But aside from that, what I want you to understand is like, who? what is that secret that you carry within you and how can you take the steps to slowly become that person? For a lot of us, that meant owning the word witch or like at least embracing our spirituality, right? Like because maybe we were raised in an environment where spirituality or being like, I don't know, I don't know if I like the phrase new age, but it's one of the only ones I've got. But like being a spiritual person, being a witch, being whatever, like new age, whatever word you want to use, I don't know. Being like some type of spiritual weirdo, right? Like being one of us like over here where we're like all in the vibes and like with our cards and our crystals and our energy and like our rituals, being like that, maybe that was one of the things you had to really own within yourself. And that might've been really hard, but you did it, or at least you're thinking about doing it, or at least you're kind of doing it, or at least you are doing it because you're here listening to this podcast. And that's amazing. Thank you so much. So when we start to take ownership of these truths about ourselves, the universe is like, yes, oh my God, yes, I'm so excited because the universe is excited because she's trying to organize herself. And when we stop being something we're not, we start being who we are, which means we're getting organized. Like we are in alignment and the universe loves when we are in alignment with ourselves. There was a quote that I used to love um, by this person called Shakti Gawain, and I don't really know who that is, but she said, um, the universe rewards you for taking risks on its behalf. And to me, that means when you do something such that's really in alignment with your truth of who you are, the universe celebrates you so much. And you know this because it will provide you with success. So suddenly you'll start making choices that are like in alignment with your truth and everything will start to go really good for a little while. And that's the universe's way of like giving you a cake. It's like, here you go, have a cake. You did a great job. Like, let's celebrate. Or you know what I mean? And so I want you to see how when you start to step into your truth, oh my God, you get like showers of abundance and joy and blessings and gifts. And then the next step is like, then a, then a little obstacle will show up because that's the universe saying like, can you stick it out? Like, let's put pedal to the metal. Let's see what happens when something kind of comes along that might trigger an old response in you. And the universe is saying, I want you to show up to this situation as your truer self not your older, the older, more triggered out version of yourself, okay? <clears throat> but so if we were to have been born in that little bubble, we would just innately be who we are and then we would innately know what our gifts are and we could get to work. But because we're all born in like the situations in which we're born, we have to struggle. Like we have to climb there. We have to like have a lot of self-awareness and do a lot of self-work and ask ourselves like, who am I and what do I want? And like, why do I exist on this planet, you know? And then when we get those questions answered, we get to go, all right, now how can I live in service to others based out of who I'm supposed to be? And I don't want you to ever go looking for who you're supposed to be. Those answers don't lie anywhere outside of you. It sounds like, you know, I feel like Oprah right now, although like that's a blessing. I would love to feel like Oprah. Let's like all hail Oprah. I love Oprah so much. But I'm saying like, 
it's not a cliche. It's actually the truth. But it doesn't look like some weird, like, oh, like, the person I was was, like, inside me all the time. And it's like, well, I'd love for her to, like, pop out, like, surprise party style and be like, hello, here I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whenever I used to hear that, I'd be like, well, where is she? What's she doing in there? Like, is she taking a nap? Like, what's going on? And what I didn't realize was that, like, no, every single time I didn't wear the outfit that matched me or every single time I didn't allow myself to have awareness over a truth that I was thinking and I stopped myself from going down a thought path that I judged myself for or I just kind of got too mean about – this can even go down to like – we can talk about this because this can go – this self-judgment and keeping ourselves away from ourselves can go to like the smallest of levels like – I wouldn't let myself listen to the certain music that I liked when I was like much younger because I was judging myself like, oh, other people think that music's lame, so I'm not going to listen to it. Like, come on. I like it. If I like something, I need to do it. What do you like that you don't let yourself have or access or do because you judge yourself because maybe someone else has judged you or maybe someone else has teased you or maybe someone else has said something to you. So you just shut that down. I want you to open all those things back up. I want you to say, like, what are my interests? What do I like? What am I drawn to? Because the secret here is that, like, these things aren't actually insignificant. Like, Let's like play this out. Like if I had listened to the music that I really liked when I was younger and I was judging myself for it, I would have gone to different events because I would have gone to like like to maybe certain clubs where that music was being played. And guess who was at all those clubs is like the girl who is now my partner, who is like the absolute love of my life. She was there when I was a teenager. Like she's been circling my world for my entire life. But I was so closed off from who I was that I wasn't able to access any of the places where she was because she just had a level of self-acceptance in certain areas that I didn't have. And so I missed her for years until I got to the point that I was ready to find her. And so it's like something as simple as music, me not allowing myself to like the music I liked, me not allowing myself to like the movies that I liked or to not like certain movies or to dress a certain way or not dress a certain way. It's even on that level. And that is a blessing because it allows us to like practice this skill um, on a really easy level where I want you to just say like, how would I like to have my hair? Like, how would I like to decorate my space? Like, what? bedding do I want to buy? Like it's like at that level, like what do I want my spaces to look like? Because we are judging ourselves too hard. We are comparing ourselves and judging ourselves. And whenever we're trying to be like somebody else, it means we're not being like ourselves. Now I also, here's more duality. I want you to allow yourself to notice other people who you do like and you do want to be like and you are inspired by them. So it's like, I don't want you to judge yourself in a mean way based on other people, but I do want you to be inspired by other people in a nice way so that you can sort of sort of follow the breadcrumb trail that leads you into your heart and into your soul and into who you really are. Because the truth is that this entire reality is running on duality and it's running on paradox and it's running on things that seem like they're not, they don't go together, but they do. So I want you to find out who you're supposed to be not supposed to, but who you truly actually already are inside. And I want you to let yourself be that person as much as you can. How does this pertain to spirituality and witchcraft? Well, number one, because if your purpose 
in life is to be your truest self, then what we have to do is strip away everything that's not you so that you can show up to your life and your magic and your ritual as you. The more authentic you come to your magic or your witchcraft or your spiritual connection, the more powerful you are. Because if you're doing any kind of work and you're filtering it through a lens that's not authentically you, then then your work gets filtered through that lens. I don't want you to overthink this. I don't want you to be like, oh my God, I'm paralyzed. I can't do any work because I'm not 100% me. You are. You are. Every time you show up to anything, you're 100% you in that moment, okay? And so try not to overthink that. Please continue to show up to your work because your work leads you to yourself too. But it also is a good way for you to like ask yourself like what, where am I coming from with the work that I'm doing, okay? So here are some examples of things that seem like they're opposites, but they're, they're, actually, they're actually not. Like you can hold space for these things all at once. You can like be doing your best in life and you can also be aware that there's room for improvement, and so when when we're talking about this and when you're like, oh, can I approach my magic and my witchcraft even though I'm not like yet like a perfectly formed person? Yeah, like please do. Your witch work's going to help you. Your ritual, your magic, the way you connect to your guides or the energy around you, that's all going to help you figure out who you are. Because as you do these rituals and as you do these things and as you witness the outcomes, you learn a lot about yourself, which is why I'm always like obsessed with like witchcraft is self-work. It teaches you. We can only learn through doing, okay? So I want you to practice. I want you to show up exactly as you are. I want you to show up raw and real and honest. And maybe if you feel like a mess, show up as a mess. That's okay. You are welcome and you are beautiful and you are gorgeous. And I want you to bring your energy to whatever you're doing, okay? You can be you can be tough and you can be gentle at the same time. Like I feel like that's like that sums me up like as a person. I try and I strive to be the most gentle and loving person when I coach my clients and when I teach anything and when I speak to you all about spirituality, I try to be very gentle and accepting and open. And also like put me in a room with somebody who is like has like I don't know, is a racist or a white supremacist or a misogynist of any kind. And I will be the toughest bitch in that room. Like I will, you know, take no shit from that person. It's both. I can be both, right? You can be, an, you can be independent and you can want help from somebody or need help or support. Needing help and support doesn't decrease your independence. In fact, like if you are very independent, you know the places where you need support and you ask for that support, Right. You can be completely alone but feel connected to the whole universe. Like that's a complete truth. Or you can also be like around a ton of people but feel super lonely because you're kind of not with your people. All of these things seem like they're opposites but they're true, right? Like you can be an outcast in one group but completely accepted in another. You can accept who you are and you can want to improve upon that person. Um, You can feel like you're absolutely like valid in how you feel about something but you could also be like completely not seeing it clearly and be wrong. Your feelings can be valid but like maybe the situation like you're not actually getting what's happening so you're ultimately not right. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of these. There's so many of these. You can disagree with someone and you can still care about them. Like you can, like my parents and I have a little bit of a a strange situation right now um, and they can do things that really harm me, but that doesn't mean that they don't think they love me. 
Like my mother can be very harmful to me in certain ways with her actions, her choices, and her behaviors, but she still believes she loves me. And those things are still true for her. And and even though her love doesn't look like how it would look coming from me, that doesn't mean that her love's not real from her. So what I want you guys to do is to sit with this idea, sit with this concept of duality and paradoxes. Because when we go to our work, when we go to our like spiritual work, we have to know where we're coming from. So, you know, you can be blessing your enemies. <clears throat> it seems like it doesn't necessarily make sense, but I always advocate for for energy like that. And it doesn't have to come from a petty place. It can come from an actually like good place. I don't want it to come from a smug place too. But I mean, it can go, if someone's doing you wrong a lot, you can go, wow, your life must be really hard. I'm going to send you some blessings. And that can come from a place of like, maybe that way you'll stop bothering me, right? But also like if you can see them in their humanity and understand like this person's causing chaos, like all over the place, maybe like no one's ever loved them. You can go ahead and just send them a little bit of that love. That doesn't mean you have to get invested. I don't want you getting invested in chaos. I don't want you getting sucked into someone else's drama. We cannot change anyone else's drama. But you can go ahead and throw some nice energy at it. Or you can do whatever you need to do. The world is just so complicated. But once you start to understand that typically when there's some kind of mayhem and chaos happening, it's because of duality and it's because of a paradox of some kind or another, it helps you to figure out, well, what is that paradox? What is that duality? Where are these opposing truths standing there as pillars holding up this situation? And when you can see it, you can make some sense of it. And when we can start to make sense of things, we find access to peace. And I truly believe that that goes with what my guides had told me, that the universe simply wants harmony. And harmony comes about when everything is like organized, when goes with what it goes with. And so the more we can start to identify these places of duality and paradox, the more we can be in alignment with organizing the energy and understanding what's happening. And our real work is to organize the energy within ourselves and to just allow ourselves to access our own truth and strip away whatever is not authentically us. And that sounds really hard and it can be, but it's also the most rewarding thing. Because think about it this way, if you're trying and trying and trying to be someone you're not, that's never going to feel fulfilling anyway. So if we're going to feel all weird and crazy no matter what, I want us to feel all weird, at least with the common goal of becoming who we're truly supposed to be, rather than feeling all weird and uncomfortable because we're trying to be something we're not. Because at the end of the day, you becoming who you truly are, that will bring you the absolute inner peace that you're always seeking from external circumstances. It's right there. It's just a matter of of shushing off everything that's not us. So I hope this makes sense. I hope this episode is a little bit um, in alignment with where you're at and it provides some insight and clarity for you. I hope that it helps you in your work um, with your magic in terms of using duality. That's why we we use the energies like called like divine feminine, divine masculine. But I really just should record a whole episode about like masculine and feminine energy because it's so corrupted and confused at this point. And maybe that'll be something we talk about in the future. But really, 
with our magic, when we are bringing in opposing forces, it's to balance each other out. It's to get that harmony that we're talking about. It's to represent that duality and that paradox. And so if we can understand that concept so deeply within ourselves, we can take that understanding to our magic and to our work and to our ritual and to our spirituality in general. And that is why I decided to chat about that with you all today. So if you have questions that pop up as a result of this episode or any episodes, please feel free to find me. The best way to reach me is either through my website or really on Instagram. Um, you can hit me up in my DMs. Um, that's always a good way. And please join my Facebook group. And if you're interested in any of our products or services, I do um, offer intuitive psychic readings and life coaching and all that stuff. You can find out all about that on the website. So that's enough commercialization for one day. I do look forward to hearing from you, though. I absolutely love hearing from everybody. And it makes my whole day whenever anybody reaches out to me. So I would love to hear from you. And until next time, stay witchy and I will talk to you soon. I'm going in search of witches. 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 I guess you found me out, huh? Yeah. You should come around here on Halloween. You'd really see something then. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we all jump off the roof and fly. You know, sort of like a coven. We were placed fester under some strange sexual spell. And what time will we be spellcasting? casting?